A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Don't Blame Me. If you are new here, and guess who's not new here? Arden Rose. Me, I'm not new. Don't She's blame me either. Not new. But this is the first video episode that yeah. you've been on. I Wait. mean, there was a little. Oh, this is yeah, because it was audio just before, but there was a little video. She didn't know we were in it. You didn't realize there was a camera there? No, 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 no. I saw that, but then oh. it just didn't like click. I, I thought this is your I was first like, video you podcast. No. I, I was like, <laughs> no, not ever. 
I was like, oh my God, I am the worst first person. No, to no, have. no, no, no. No. Uh, this is her your first time being yeah. on the uh video version yeah. of the yes. podcast. Guys, well, if you're new here, uh, this is an advice <laughs> podcast. Um, you guys call in, you leave us voicemails, and we're gonna give you advice. And if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And if you're an international listener, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Whoa. And um, yeah, we're about to give some pretty decent advice. Ooh. Decent advice. We're setting Dece. standards low right Not now. decent. No, just like decent. Half of decent. 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 Was that a slang in anyone else's high school? No. Decent? Yeah. Like decent. Okay, California. Like, I was going to say, you're, yeah, yeah. California. <laughs> just bro as fuck. We're Arkansas gals here. Oh my gosh, we're not evenly divided <laughs> that right, today. Y'all? Yeah, we are. <laughs> no way. I forgot about that. We're both, our accents are just going to come out in full force until <laughs> you just can't I don't Arkansas one. accent. I don't have an I don't have an You have either. a little twang. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, apparently you know, I have a real twang. No, I said a little twang. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I know. It's you know what it is. It's when I talk to my mom. Mm. What's the only time Does your I mom get have really... an accent? Yeah, yeah. Well, she'll just be like, oh, "Hi, darling, how you doing?" Oh, that's and, cute. Yeah, and then I'm like, "Oh, mom, I'm doing great." How <laughs> you are just you get doing? to that register. Exactly. That's where it is. Yeah. I don't know how you talk to your mom, but my I have to go like three oh, octaves no, up. No, it's, yeah. baby, it's babysitting voice. You're like, "Hello, Mister Mrs. Smith. Yes, I am free to babysit Becky and Chase later. Thank you so much." What a reference! I haven't, I haven't. Oh, my friends and I years. all call it babysitter's voice. My friend Sydney has the most, like, it's the most obvious. You can tell when she answers the phone who it is. We're like babysitter voice. Oh, that's <laughs> and we're cute. Like, Who's that? And like now we're like we're twenty five. Who is she talking to? <laughs> babysitter voice. Okay, so your babysitter voice is mine talking to my mom voice. Yeah, or talking to your like agent voice. Like, uh-huh, hello, yeah, oh, hello. Oh, like time? unbelievably pleasant. Life yeah. is great. Uh, Very okay. nice. Okay, is it time to give advice? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's give advice. Do it. I'm fucking down for some advice. I'm giving advice. Hey, my name is. I am 24, um, and my question is, there is this somewhat big drag competition on YouTube, not Dragula, it's called Camp on Kiki, that I am been thinking about auditioning for, because it just fits my aesthetic for it, and with that, I'm scared, too, for the simple fact, I've never been to a club to perform. I've mostly just been in my own house because of where I live and my means of transportation. I don't have a way to get to the clubs to perform. So I'm very scared because most of my drag experience is doing online competitions to try to better myself because I was the only way I was able to find better myself and do what I actually really like to do without having to go to a club. Or just doing it in my room and then just posting it on my Instagram so that way people can see what I do and then the trolls can come to me. I wanted a way to learn and get better in a constructive way. And I'm really scared because, you know, some of these people that I'd be probably also auditioning have been in clubs, you know, way, 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 you know, obviously way longer than I have. And I'm just really scared. Like, Everybody I keep on, all my friends I talk to about doing this, they're all like, I'm crazy, I'm stupid, I need to shut up, I'm good, I can get on. But there's still that little bit of me inside that's like, you're not that good, you're not that good, they're not going to let you on. Because when I'm doing these competitions, I'm normally very close to being the first out, or I'm always low until I do ultimately get out. So I'm just not sure if it's my own inner saboteur that is trying to get me to not do this, or if it's really just me that's not good enough yet 
and I need to continue to wait, wait just like maybe another season or two of it to stay around for that. Um, we have really like an outside question for it because I'm not sure if you'll be able to help me much really with, with this, but I just need an outside source of my inner friend group because they're amazing, supportive, beautiful people. And I just need like the real harsh of reality right now to see if be like, okay, do I, don't I? Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this. What's I, I need to find the Instagram. I want the I answer. Know. I, I want to see know. so bad, but I feel like I don't even need to see this answer. Like, no, neither do I do it. Yeah. Like, do it. If it scares you, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel like you have it in the bag ever because like no one feels like that. Yeah. And no one feels like and that. And not to turn it into like a who heterosexual, not, not that's supposed to mean anything, but like not turn it into like an acting thing, yeah. but like the amount of auditions I've gone in for of things that I'm like, oh, I'm shit. I'm not yeah. ready for this at all. But yeah. like you still go like mm. the experience that you get from doing something that has a consequence yeah. ha- is so, I think like you're making the stakes higher for yourself. Yeah. It proves something to yourself. Yeah, totally does. And I think like that's the best experience that you can have. Um, and I think like your friends and all that stuff when as much as like, and this is what I say like to people like who call in wanting advice. I'm like, well, I can't ask my, like my friend said this. If you have good friends, like your friends aren't going to let you make an ass of yourself. No. Yeah. Like exactly. if you weren't good, like you're like a also like there would be a part of you that wouldn't be still doing this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there has to be like, there's something that keeps you going and like uh, you can't, yeah, that a love for something like that. Like you, you can't like learn that. That's no. something that like you can always get better at something. But like, if you have a passion and a drive for something like that's going to like show through and like drags out like having, like when you watch someone doing drag, who's having so much fucking fun. That's the best. Drag. That is the absolute best drag mm-hmm. ever. You could look like literally trash mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. And if you're having a, a good ass time, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Like, Everyone's just vibing for you. It's you you can perform a song that I don't even know. Yep. And suddenly I'm like, oh, I want to download this song. Yep. This is amazing. Like I love yep. this. Like you're not you know what I mean? Like that that aspect of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you just need to hundred percent go for it. And it definitely is your inner saboteur. Yes. It is. And yeah. that everyone has that like critical voice in their head. Um, and also I think, I, I think sometimes we don't, we don't want to set our standards too high or, or not standards, our expectations. Cause we don't yeah. like getting disappointed, which yeah. I think is, it's fine. And so I think in order, like if for you to feel like this is like, uh, like small fish, big pond kind mm-hmm. of thing, don't think about it like a competition. Like think about it. Like this is like, you're I'm, a learning experience. I'm, yeah. This is just learning experience. Like mm-hmm. don't put the pressure on yourself to make this like, oh, the like, yeah, like the first time I went to like a big audition in LA that wasn't like a small one, I didn't book it. I'm not Supergirl. No, no. <laughs> I'm not Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not on Sabrina. I'm so. literally not Supergirl. So like, there's that. Like, but at the same time, like I go in for that casting director all the time. Yep. Like it's something that, like the first thing is never going to be the best. And I actually got some really good advice from one of my friends when I was coming, when I was doing my movie and I was so stressed about it. And he was like, if this is the best thing you ever do, like that would suck. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, right now, like if you've been like, you're working up to this point, like you're in your twenties. And if this thing that you do is the best thing ever, like you're never going to like, that sucks. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. He's like, yeah. So you don't want it to be like, perfect and great because then where the, where do you go from there? Yeah. So I think if you, you take it as like a, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a learning experience. And, um, then I think, I think you're also like, you're going to have like a really great time doing it and you'll be, you'll be great. Absolutely. And like, also from a community perspective, I mean, you've only done stuff online, Mm -hmm. right? 
So meeting other drag queens in, in person or drag kings, which, mm-hmm. whichever one, um, like that's amazing. Like you get to actually build a community around yourself and feel confident in like other people and learn mm-hmm. about other people who are doing the same thing as you in your vicinity. And that can be really empowering yeah. as well because there are probably a lot of people exactly like you trying to do the exact same thing as you. Mm-hmm. And you've never met any of them because you've only done online competitions. I mean, maybe you've met them in person before, but like I think that's a really cool thing to be able to gather together and meet. I mean, once again, not to mm-hmm. bring it into an auditioning yeah, thing. No, exactly. But like I've met some really good friends just mm-hmm. sitting waiting for really nerve wracking auditions that mm-hmm. aren't typically the best places to meet friends. But mm-hmm. like it happens yeah. because you're doing something that's in common with someone else. And I think that's really powerful as well. So yeah, embrace it for a lot of different reasons, not mm-hmm. just because like you want to win something, but because you can win a bunch of other things mm-hmm. without winning the actual competition. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think also like if you're going to be, you're saying like your, your fear of like, oh, there's all these other people doing drag who've done clubs and stuff. Mm. You're going to be able to meet all these people and like think about this is like the in-between of then, then you can do the club circuit. Yeah. Like this is like a great introduction way for you to do that. Like it's, yeah, everyone mm. is nervous before they're doing their first thing, but I don't think that that nervousness is you not being good. I think it is. I think it's a self-sabotage thing because yeah, nobody wants to be like that cocky asshole. Who's like, Oh, I'm great. And then you're like, Oh wow. No, everything fell apart. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. I think it'll be great. And, um, please DM me on Instagram. Cause I want to see, I want to see that. I want to see see that Instagram. I want to see that shit. Yeah. Oh my God. I love. (laughs) Okay. Let us know how it goes too. Absolutely. Yeah. (gasps) Updates. Yeah. Please, please. Mm -hmm. On to the next one. I am 20 years old and, uh, my current boyfriend is 23 and we have been dating for just a few months so we're pretty new but um my roommate and best friend she had grew up with him so she went to high school with him it was the same church they basically were friends for most of their lives and growing up she always said that he was a very nice boy very church-going boy but he was very obsessive with his girlfriends and then She's like, oh, he probably changed in college. And it's been, I mean, it's been years. But I am starting to notice these tendencies. And he, I I don't like it at all. Like, it freaks me out to no end. But I was wondering if, if I'm wrong for putting the blame on her and saying, oh, well, I'm only noticing this because she noticed or because she told me about it. Or am I focusing too much on his past? I'm not seeing for what he who he is now, and I, he just like really likes me. I'm just I'm really confused, and I really like him, but I also don't see a future with him. But it's always also only been dating for like a couple months. Did she just answer it for herself? Yeah. She did. I think she just I think she just Girl. broke up with him over this. Yeah. Like she I think. Sends I him think. This. <laughs> So she does it. Don't blame me. Uh, I'm sending the voice memo to the podcast and to you. (laughs) Just by the way. I don't want to name names, but um, Tony, if you're listening. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, you you fucking know. (laughs) You know what your answer is, don't Mm. you? and, And the thing is, it's like there's if you didn't think this was true, like there's a reason why like she said that and you're like, oh, wow, you're right. Yeah. Like if you didn't see any of those things. She would have said that and you would have been like, oh, no, I don't, no, I don't see get that at all. Mm-hmm. Like people are very quick to defend um, people that they care about. Yeah. And the fact that like immediately when she said that, it's not like, oh, you're thinking this because she said it like it clicked. And we mm-hmm. literally just had a whole conversation about this prior to recording the <laughs> yep. podcast. Yep. It was like sometimes like there are things that like you might have taken it as like, oh, wow, this was really sweet and romantic. But it, there's a 
like a 3% in your head that was like, that's a little weird, but I'm not going to say anything because like, whatever, like this is fine. Like yeah. my roommate and best friend knows him from high school, like anything, like n- no one's saying anything that's making me think that this 3% of my brain should be the, like the nine, the 97%. Mm-hmm. And she says that. And that's kind of where that clicks. Yeah. 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 I, he's, and you already don't even see a future with him at all. The, yeah. You, you just answered all of it. Like yeah. Yeah, everything you said. And just the fact that like, I don't know. It's it's funny that you're still doing like the uh, like a microscopic version of like, well, but it's just my friend. Like, I'm going to stay with my boyfriend that I trust more. And it's like, no, you, you fucking you don't know. trust him. You like, don't like you don't. And, and and yeah, I don't know if you're seeing it like three months in. That is the time that you either yeah. break up with someone or you stay with them for like 15 years. Oh, mm-hmm. So like that's like, you know, oh yeah, that's when you that's when like the walls start coming down. And you see people without like the honeymoon glow. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, what happens in a year? I'm like, no, bitch. Oh, no, I, I find out in the first three days. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately. Three months is actually the Mats is the only guy I've dated aside from my high school boyfriend. Um, more than three months because every three, like the th- third That's month, you know. I would wake up and I'd roll over and be like, I hate you. And I never <laughs> want to see you again. I'm changing and my keys. <laughs> like that's literally what, yeah. So this is, you don't owe him anything and no. like, at all. And also like your friend, like your friend is nothing to like, gain about this and in no. the sense that she said well maybe he's changed and different and all that stuff she was giving him an opportunity to not be like that and you saw the other stuff yeah like that's what you saw and even it, like yeah say that he has changed he's not as possessive or uh, obsessive with his girlfriends or anything like that you're already feeling whatever whatever you're yeah. feeling you're already feeling some of it and you have it in the back of your head so yeah. that's gonna it's bug only gonna you. get worse every and time like, he tries to say anything it's gonna bug you there's a difference between someone liking you and feeling a little obsessive like yeah. there's there's a total difference one gives you a warm fuzzy feeling and the other one makes you think your like stomach is falling out your ass like <laughs> that's literally that might be the accutane yeah, yeah. true <laughs> But that's literally what the difference is. So like, there's no, yeah, there's no point. And also someone who's as like obsessive and all that stuff, it, um, it doesn't become, it's not about, not to take this the wrong way. It's not about you. That's how they are. Yeah. So then you're with a guy who, no offense, probably doesn't even like you as much as he's saying he does because it's this just is his what personality he does. trait. Yeah. Like, he already just has that. He's the too much gene in that. Yeah. Sense, he's got which the too much gene. I've got gene. the too much gene, but not in the romantic side. What's mm-hmm. that from? What's the too um, much gene from? Well, Jenna Marvel says it. Oh, so yeah. I also have the too much gene. I love the too much gene. Yeah. Will's just, got the too much yeah. gene. That this, yeah, this, this guy sounds like he's got the too much gene. Yeah. Too. But like, not like the too much creepy type gene. No, no. Sequel yeah. 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 No, that's just, it's not. Yeah. That's just how, yeah. It's not in a good place. And I think it's no. good that you recognized it now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Much rather do it now than like yeah. find out after you guys have like moved in together or something. Just, just trust your, trust your gut. Yeah. And it seems like you are, and you'd already know. Yeah. You already know. You got this. Date got other this. people. Way more fun. Yeah, super fun. Go for mm-hmm. it. Chase the ones. Yeah. Those ones are always way more fun. <laughs> On to the next. I'm 23 years old, and I'm going through something that I think that you can relate to a lot. So um, when I was 12, I started going to therapy, and I've been seeing the same therapist up until last year. So that was about 12, 11 years. Um, I truly believe that I wouldn't be standing here and be in my mental state, positive mental state that I'm in right now without her. And um, this past August, she um, told me that she had cancer and she had to leave. So right before she left in June, we discovered a big trauma with me that connected all the dots and everything in my life and made so much sense to me. And I was so happy that it was with her that I discovered this and that we were going to work through and we were going to write a trauma narrative and all this stuff. And now that she left. So now I'm seeing a new therapist and 
it's not easy because it's like starting all over again. And I know you go to therapy for one, you know, if you ever dealt with this before and how do you deal with it? And, you know, I just feel like sometimes this new therapist doesn't understand me and I don't know like how to, you know, be like, why are you not understanding without like screaming about it? But, um, it's very frustrating and it's very difficult because I have so much history with my old one and she knew every single thing about my life. I can mention a person, she knows exactly who I'm talking about. And um, this one doesn't, and it's very frustrating. And I just now I dread going to therapy instead of being excited to go to therapy, like I was in the past. So um, yeah, I don't know how long to give it. I don't know if I should request a new one. I don't really know how it works because I've been with the same one for eleven years since I started. But um, if you have any advice, thoughts, if you went through this, please help me. Oh, I feel so bad. This sucks. Can, um, I, can I ask you something yeah. about that? Okay, because I, whenever I've gone to a therapist, I've mm-hmm. I've gone to someone new every time. It wasn't yeah. like not not every time, but like I have maybe had the longest relationship that I've had with a therapist is like a year. Yeah, and it's just because like I go through a hard Stints period. Of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and totally. I don't have someone who's like been with me forever. Yeah, how common is that? I, I mean, it's really common. So I was going to say, I'm also like, as much as I wish I was the person to ask for this, like, I'm not. Like, right. so the therapy that I'm in now, Moss and I are in like couples therapy, oh, which I've said you. before. Thanks. Everyone should do it. It makes <laughs> it so you don't kill your significant other. Love it. Um, but yeah, so we're in couples therapy now. And now from being in this therapy, like, and our therapist being like, I really think you should see an individual therapist as well. And me being like, I know. Um, and so she's helping me find a new therapist, okay. which that like for so for me like I haven't done that stressful pro- like right. process yet of being like I'm terrified to go to another because th- like right. our therapist like knows she knows like it's about our relationship but like so much of what happens in people's relationships is individual uh, as well yeah and like goes yeah. back to that so she knows all of like our individual stuff as well so like even for me like going to a therapist I've been like oh god like I like yeah I'm so nervous for this so that's why I asked her for a recommendation because I had one terrible like the first time i ever yeah. went to therapy had a terrible terrible experience how did long I say ago it was on that the podcast last time did i say it or did we talk we about talked it, it in real life we, hmm. we know you talked about it on the podcast yeah yeah well but yeah basically like it was um that was when i first moved out to la okay yeah around no not the first no when i was i was like 21 okay yeah like right. 21 mm. um no nah, maybe 22 yeah 21 22 was that the um, last time like uh, sorry this yeah, is personal yeah, no, no, but like is that the last time that you well it was went to an individual one yeah yeah so that was the last oh, time okay. I went so it was a psychiatrist and therapist combo so that oh. was before because I have ADHD so I go to a psychiatrist in general right. and I was like I always want a psychiatrist therapist combo but like yeah it's also like I wasn't that's not really like what your psychiatrist is for do you know what I mean because I'm, yeah. like, I'm not I'm not on medication for anything except ADHD right because I and I'm not against it at all yeah. like I've thought about it it just hasn't been like what a necessity I, right yeah, now what yeah. I wanted at mm-hmm. a current time also mm-hmm. because like I would I wanted to try therapy first mm-hmm. um and so then the, the first person I went to he basically had told me which and even I uh oh yeah it was on Katie Morton's episode that we mm-hmm. talked about this because she's a therapist and so oh, okay. I was like I was saying I was like I can literally figure out he basically told me that he uh that I was like manic and he didn't believe anything that I was saying because I was like alarmingly well adjusted and if everything I had said was true I wouldn't have been doing this and I literally was like I'm an only child. I can therapize myself and be like, this what you do. I'm deflecting. Like, I'm not getting, like, that's what happens. And like, he Katie was like, he shouldn't be accredited. No, if he not has at all. And even Katie was saying, she's like, no, immediately I would have been like, oh, she's an only child. Like, that's what she had to do. Like, yeah. she built up this, like, 
I'm desensitized yeah. to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so I didn't go back. And so I was really nervous. And so now when trying to find an individual therapist, like I am going through my current therapist who like our current therapist, who I really like okay, because good. I really like her style, like everything about it. And I basically told mm-hmm. her, I was like, I don't know what your kind of therapy is called, but yeah. I like it. Like, <laughs> I like you. And I like, I was like, can it be someone like you? I know it like can't be yeah. you, but like, I'd really like, I want it to be a woman. And I was doing all of that with her. Um, so I don't know if there is like anyone, uh, that could like refer. Yeah. That someone you could talk to that could refer, because I would also say like, I think there is like a awkward learning curve with a therapist, Yeah, but there's also, you just don't always mesh with people. Mm -hmm. Like even like my psychiatrist slash therapist went through a couple of those before I found one. Mm. And now literally like five of my friends all go to the same one. That's because, how it works. Yeah. And then you find one really, and then it's like, really like her. Oh yeah. And so I think like if you've got other friends who are in therapy or mm. anything like that, I think that's great. And then also I don't know what you're going like, like doctor wise. Like, I don't know if you're seeking them out on your own or if mm. you're with like, um, like a, like a Kaiser or something like that. Like mm. Kaiser, like, and there you're getting a, like a signed one or whatever. Um, like dependent on your healthcare. Exactly. Okay. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if you're finding them or you're basically having to pick from like an in-house right. kind of a thing. Right. Um, so I think like asking friends and everything like that and to do that. And then if they're, uh, are like your whoever got you if your parents were the ones who helped you get into mm-hmm. therapy the first time how they found your original therapist and maybe find out like what's the kind of therapy that she specifically did like yeah. what did she specialize in and then what did you really like about her like did you yeah. like that she's a woman did you like how old that she like she like they, like even if they're like little trivial things like did she look like someone who like you felt like you could talk to yeah that's a very good point yeah, yeah. boil down what you liked yeah. about your last therapist mm-hmm. and then try to find someone who's really similar yeah I think also, the problem is, is that from what I heard in the voicemail, you mainly complained about, not complained, but issued a problem mm-hmm. with um, the fact that your new therapist doesn't know a lot about you. Yeah. And I'm worried that, that you're going to find that with any therapist. Yeah. That there is that learning curve mm-hmm. that like, I, I, I went to the same therapist for like three or four times. And even though she was amazing and by the second time, I feel like she knew yeah. what was up. Like she would still like get my sister's name wrong. Yeah. And, like not exactly know what was going on, but you have to give, you have to give some leeway. I mm-hmm. know this is probably a traumatic time though, because you don't feel like you have someone that you can talk to yeah. about anything and like, they just get it. But I, I think you also have to like give people a chance and whether that's like, you legitimately do not like this person and you have that gut feeling of like, this isn't going to go well. Mm-hmm. So like you're, that's another reason why you don't like them. In that case, yeah, move on. Take take a different approach. But if it's literally just this person doesn't know that much about me, you're going to keep running into yeah. that problem. Yeah. Because that's, you said it took 12 years for you guys to get to the point where you had a break. That's a lot yeah. of years. That's a lot of years. And you years. guys discovered stuff together. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was like the other thing. And I yeah. think like, excuse me, I'm burping. I think if you <laughs> haven't like with this therapist, and I think you're exactly right. Like that's no matter what, when you're going to go to, you're going to have to do the explaining, which yeah. is the suckiest fucking part. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the absolute suckiest part. It's even sucky when I, but yeah, when I switch psychiatrists where I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to go through all of this and I have to explain ADHD. I have to explain like my, all of these things that I'm yeah. like, I've been doing this for so fucking long. Like, yeah. can we just like get like, I, just, I wish I had a file. I could just like, yeah, Here, do your research over the weekend. Exactly. Then I'll see you Monday. Like, but I mean, A, they should have, a, your therapist should have a file yeah, on you. I was going to say, can't yeah. you just transfer files? Yeah, Would that be possible? No, yeah. A hundred percent will okay. have a file on you. And then, I think like the best thing that you can do and is telling that your new therapist about this, about being like, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Like 
I'm feeling really defeated and like, I feel really shitty. A, this is like a really traumatic loss for you in general. Mm -hmm. Like this is like losing someone that was so important to you. It's losing trust. It, yeah, yeah, it is. And then saying like, and I'm having a really like, I'm having a hard time with this kind of a thing. And just saying that is going to, they're, they're going to be able to be like, no, I totally understand. Yeah. Like, this is fine. Like, they're really going to be like, I'm really going to, I'm, I'm going to catch myself up on this. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that you don't want to go through this whole process again. They know that that's the painful shit. Like yeah. rehashing all of that stuff. Cause you're not getting anywhere and you feel like you're kind of like just yep. playing catch up. Mm -hmm. So I think like give a, like give this person like a real chance. Um, and then, yeah, if, if, if there is something that's just not sitting right, yeah, know that you're going to have to do the handholding and the explaining and like the backtracking with every therapist. Mm -hmm. But if there's, there is like, you were so lucky that you got a good fit the first time, but that doesn't always happen. Yeah. So now knowing that that like this could be the right fit it just takes a little bit more time yeah and i would say uh our our therapist she had said like six months give it six months and like even she's with us like give it six months and if you guys feel like at any point during that or after that that you feel like oh this isn't really like working out because also your therapist learns how you communicate mm -hmm. and like they're a fucking chameleon like oh yeah they I understand yeah <laughs> and when they start to understand like what you need from them and all of that stuff and like what yeah. you respond well to they're going to be able to cater that to you so even if the first time it feels a little clunky and awkward or the mm -hmm. first couple times like they're going to start to learn you better yeah so, absolutely yeah. I, I like what you said too about um kind of like you have to be upfront with doctors mm -hmm. in general. That's like one thing I learned in the last year because I've always had a huge. I know oh, that you lying have, about everything, right? Lying, yeah, lying, I'm like, no, no, lying I'm fine, through I'm my fine. fucking fine. teeth about everything. I could be like gushing blood and being like, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, nah, good. I'm good. I, I think I just located my toe. Have I'm not gone to the doctor? Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I have to show you guys later. I don't know if I dislocated my toe or not. Oh I can't tell. Well, listen, it's I'd love to take a look for a while. I know. Oh God. I know. Okay. Um, well, either way, I know that you have a fear of doctors. So much. I've got a big time fear. So I recently conquered my fear by getting blood drawn, which oh, good I- job. Right? I feel pretty good about it. You like, used to go every month though. Yeah. No, I only have to go one more time. Oh. They changed the rules. Oh, fuck that. I only have to go one more time. That's amazing. Um, but anyways, but it was great because I- um, like I've always been really scared of doctors. I've always been really scared of like just the entire- like being in a doctor's office freaks me out. Mm -hmm. And- my brother-in-law is an anesthesiologist. And so I was just talking to him about it because he was like, you got to get over this. Mm -hmm. Like you, A, you need to get vaccinated. <laughs> like, like you are old enough to like go yeah. and get your shots, re your boosters done, which yeah. thank God I'm doing that. So that's fine. Um, but uh, he was like, you just got to go be like a good mm -hmm. person in society. And I was like, yeah, but I just feel like I have no power. Like, I feel like I walk in and I'm just an animal. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what scares me so badly. And he was like, that's because you do not stand up for yourself in any doctor's office or in any like pro medical professional's mm -hmm. office. And he was like, doctors don't want to hurt you. Doctors don't want to do anything to you. Like, no one wants to hurt you or make you feel bad or anything. You just have to tell them when you've reached your limit. Yeah. And that's what I've learned more than anything. And I think that's the same thing with therapists. I think that's psychiatrists. I think that's everyone. You have to be so upfront about mm -hmm. your feelings like and I know when it comes to therapy that is a very specific dynamic that you don't want to like mess with or fuck with but being really honest and gritty with your therapist mm -hmm. is what they are looking for so they can help you yeah so like I do agree if you are having a problem with it just say it to the therapist yeah or if there's something that she's doing and saying or mm -hmm. something that really doesn't sit right with you that she might think that is comforting to you or something like that Express you can it. say that mm -hmm. like there's literally like our therapist has been like I want you to come in here and tell me like if you don't want to be here like tell me if yep. you don't want to be here yep. and then we can talk about why you don't want to be here and also you can leave like yeah. 
you can you leave. Have to stay you don't there? Have to, yeah, she's like, you don't have to stay if you don't want to <clears> stay. Like, if you're having like, she's like, we can sit in here and talk. We can sit in here and not talk. But like, just tell me. She's like, I can't help at all if yep. you do tell me what to do or what like not to do. Mm-hmm. Doing that kind of thing. Exactly. Like, not they're not going to take it personally at nope. all. They're doing a job and yeah. they see a lot of other people just than you. Like, so mm-hmm. it's not like it, they are not going to take it personally. They're not going to lose sleep over it at night. Yeah. Like you can be. I don't want to say brutal, but you can be very honest with yeah. your therapist. And if you're a fan of My Favorite Murder, um, Georgia, her therapist recently passed away. And so she had a whole oh. like, they did like a part portion of the episode talking about it. And so she's going through finding a whole new thing. Oh. So as much as I wish I could be like, oh my God, I totally understand. Yeah. Hopefully this advice works, but also listen to My Favorite Murder because yeah. she's currently going through that part too. Which, Poor girl. Yeah. I hate that. Oh my God. I, yeah, I would be so sad. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package, and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber 
flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there. And it's it's delicious. It's so good. And I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes. But also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like 
this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. (gasps) When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and we're going to hop on to the rest of the calls. I'm 25 years old and living in the Midwest. I moved back in my parents after finishing grad school about a year ago. I spent my first five months or so at home being single and finishing two internships. My last internship really aggravated my anxiety and depression, causing me to lose weight and a lot of my self-worth. I got back on meds and started seeing a therapist again, then started my first job. Felt like I was in a good place and ready to date again and tried Bumble for a while without a lot of luck, probably because I'm living with my parents. I met my best friend's boyfriend's roommate while dating a Bumble guy and felt really connected to him. And did things with the Bumble guy and started seeing the roommate. Things were great, but early on he talked to me about how dedicated he is to his work and how he had a hard time reconciling that with relationships in the past basically says that he self-sabotages because he's so focused on work and wants to end things before they can go wrong. Talked it out, and I assured him that I was also focused on my career and was happy with the amount of time that I spent with him. We agreed to be open and honest with each other about what we needed, and everything was great again. Over the holidays, we got an Airbnb in our city and had an awesome night out, just the two of us. Everything felt as good as it could possibly be, and I was really happy. But last week, he ended things kind of abruptly after about three months of being together, basically on the premise that he felt it would eventually go wrong and saying he didn't feel he could commit to me in a way that I deserved. We had a good conversation about it, and I'm trying really hard to take the things he told me at face value, but I can't help but feel like in some way it's my fault. can't stop telling myself that if I were enough, this wouldn't have happened. I've been cheated on in the past, and I've always been the person that gets broken up with. So I feel like it's... I'm the common denominator here. So much of my focus with my therapist was on rebuilding my relationship with myself, and I feel like I'm back at prayer one. What can I do to feel like enough? And what advice do you have for me when it comes to seeing him in the future? Since we met through mutual friends. Thank you so much. Your podcast gets me through my week. My job kind of sucks now, too. Poor girl. I hate this dude. I know. I hate this dude. I hate this dude. Oh, I hate this dude. I wish you had called in like right before he broke up with you and I would have been like, break up with him right Right now. now. Do it first. Because like, that's why, like, that's why he said that. Like that workaholic thing, all that stuff. Like I'm dating a Capricorn. Like I'm dating a Capricorn. I know what it's like to date a workaholic. Like (laughs) I get that. But like, yeah, he's setting up some, he's giving himself an out. Like he's setting that that up. Yeah. 
Um, so and he's done that before. Yeah. And so know that that wasn't you. He told you from the very beginning that he was going to do that. that he was going to do this. Mm-hmm. And it, and that was before you had been dating for three months. It has yep. nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. That's what he was always going to do. Yep. Um, and I, I definitely struggle with this in college, especially with like, I date with dating this guy. It was also like three months. I like, I was also, and I like not to like say like part of this is my fault, but like I was also like kind of a little bit of a shit and like he very much was <laughs> Everyone like- Everyone in college is a oh, shit. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And there I was, was like- the best. There yeah. was like- <laughs> you Playing golf I mean, I don't doubt tennis. That. I don't doubt yeah. it at all. There was like no, a, a month shit. of our relationship where he was like, let like, let's like, let's be exclusive. Like let's be boyfriend, girlfriend. And I was like, no, no. Like, like let's like, I don't want to put a label on it. And I'm like saying that because I'm like, I don't want to get too invested. Right. And- then mm. like then and then after that he stopped asking and I was like oh okay and then I brought it up again he's like no I think you're right this is fine or whatever uh, like I don't want I think we're good like the player good. got played yeah exactly <laughs> but like we were still exclusive but like we just weren't like there we like, wasn't like labels and like that oh, kind of stuff you get to play that cute little game exactly and like, I was like fucking shit what did I do yeah and then he was like but we were still exclusive like all of that stuff and then uh he broke up with me and it was like the whole thing was like, oh yeah, like he only dates girls for this short amount of time, like all of this stuff. And I was like, God, I fucked up. He wanted to be like, he wanted this. And then I was like, no. And like this whole thing that I put this blame on myself. Right. And then the next girl he dated, he dated for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why? That was me. That was my issue. And I was like, no, it has nothing to do Mm -mm. with you. And that's the thing we say in like on so many episodes of being like, it's not about like two people. It's not about the perfect timing of two people. Nope. It's literally about the person, about what, about you individually. Yep. It's like, if you are ready to have a relationship, it doesn't matter how fucking great or how terrible somebody is, you're probably gonna get in a relationship. If yep. you are not ready, it doesn't matter how awesome someone is, you're not going to be ready to be in a relationship. Like, no, it just being broken up with and all of those things, like that has nothing, it's not you. It has nothing to reflect it on your self-worth when somebody else can't be in a relationship, like yeah. that it, you can't change that because that's nothing mm-hmm. that you've done and nothing that you can control. Yeah. Um, and I think like also I speak from personal experience, like as a woman, I, I feel like a sense of wanting to be the special one or the mm-hmm. one to fix someone's thing or like, Ooh, I'm the one that breaks the mold. I'm yeah. like the special one. And maybe that's a little arrogance on my part, but I think it's also like also movies. <laughs> yeah. Also fucking <laughs> Yeah, media, bitch, okay, tells you that you need to be the person to, like, change someone's Mm -hmm. ways. Like, come on, Twilight. Yeah. Get out of here. Filling all our heads with nonsense and and marble skin and breaking headboards and leave me alone. So breaking the mold, um, (laughs) breaking the bed. Uh, You will always feel that way if there's, like, a pattern that you're trying to break. Mm -hmm. But that is a pattern for a reason. Like it's not your pattern to break. It's like his pattern to break. If that makes sense. Like you will not, you are a factor obviously, but like, it's not going to happen. Like you said, if it's not supposed to happen, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Case Rossera. Yeah. Like you were in the crossfire of a guy who's done this countless times. Like if anything, like, I think like this is definitely something to like bring up to your therapist. And my therapist said some really great thing where she says, um, she told, she said to me, uh, if it's hysterical, it's historical. 
So if you mm. get hysterical about something and it like really brings something up in you, that's because this has happened before. That's really interesting. That, that is very interesting. I love that. What I've never heard of that. Yeah. I know, wait, sorry, what's her number? I know, she's amazing. <laughs> no, but so that like for the, that's like when something comes up and like I would get so upset about something, she's like, mm. I'm going to tell you right now that this, this, you getting this upset, you've skipped like 10 levels because you've already gone through all of those uh, to get here. Oh. And this is something that's happened before. And that's why you're like, it's historical and you're hysterical. <gasps> and I think that you're right of saying this is tapping into like your issues of self-worth and stuff, because if anything, this should be something that doesn't make you question it because this is a guy who's done this yeah, this before. Is, this, is, like, this is like easy mode of figuring out. Everything's laid out for yeah. you being like, oh no. So logically, like you shouldn't feel like that, but it's because, and you're even addressing, like it's because you have these prior feelings of that. And I think more importantly than like being enough for a guy or whatever, like you need to focus and work on that aspect of yourself because yeah. you're making something that was so obviously laid out about him, about you. And that's the same thing I'm being like, he clearly like if he was not ready to date he's not ready to date but also maybe you're not ready to yeah. date right now you might be self-sabotaging just so you don't have to come to terms with 100%. the fact that you don't necessarily want to be in like a long-term relationship either yeah. like that like i don't know i feel like almost like maybe if you guys had continued dating you would have been the one to be like yeah oh, and you know. even said you hate your job and you told yeah. him like oh i'm also really serious about my job like yeah these are the things of being like you and I'm the, I always would go out of my way to date people that I'm like, oh, this is terrible for me. I wouldn't even consciously do it, but I was like, oh, I'm going to date someone who like is going to break my heart. Like continue yeah. on this terrible cycle. I did a lot of drug dealers back to back being like, well, it's all going to end the same. <laughs> like they're like, this is a common denominator. How do you that find I'm drug dealers? Do, uh, like, do you, do you just, is there like a hotline you can call yeah, to date specific drugs with a Z? Ooh. Yeah. She follows the weed map. Just I do. Yeah. Yeah. She, she like, just smells a little bit of weed yeah. and just kind of like goes like, out. I see white powder everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, where is where it? Is it? <laughs> yeah, literally leading to a pot of gold, a douchebag. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think there is a sense of um, I don't believe, and I like went off on this on Twitter the other or on Instagram the other day. I don't believe in like in order to like if you need to love if you want to love somebody else, you need to love yourself. Like no. I don't believe in that shit at all. I think mm -hmm. that's like very toxic. Yeah. But you need to be able to you need to have a good picker and you need to be able to like see this. And I'm not saying that like, oh, you're like, you've been like, you walked into all these situations where all this bad shit happens. But subconsciously, sometimes we do feel like we're like self-sabotaging and punishing yeah. ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if you have had issues and struggles with self-worth, <laughs> my God, how fun, how fun is it? Like great yeah. time. What a unique feeling it. that yeah. no one else feels. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're, yeah, it's, it's terrible. And so then sometimes in order, so yeah, sometimes you, you then seek out those things that kind of validate that side of you because like, it's a very terrible thing to think about yourself, but if you can bring someone else in it, then it, it yeah, it's a, it's a self-harming kind of thing. Yeah. So I think bringing that up to your therapist and asking your therapist being like, do you think I should be dating right now? Like, do you think that this is something and explaining all of that. Um, and I think it might be a good time for, yeah, for you to kind of like take a step away. And then also if you feel like you have a bad picker, we've said this before too, talk to your friends about it. Yeah. Be like, Hey, but her this friends set him up. But like if, if she said something mm -hmm. to her friends about being like, not don't let's say the, not the friend who's involved, mm -hmm. like a different friend of being like, so he says he's like really into work and all that stuff. Like be super honest with me. Like, do you think that that's just an out right. and say that stuff? Because if you feel like, 
you're adapting for what somebody else wants. Yeah. Like you need other people to remind you, no, no, that's not who you are. Yeah. Like you aren't cool with that. No. I know right now it feels like you're cool with it, but you wouldn't be. And so I think that's a good um, thing to do. And then also you can just call the podcast every time you're trying to be like, yeah, should I be? Come on in. in. Yeah. Also like, I, I this is like sort of a tangent about the work thing, but like if you are really dissatisfied in your work and maybe you're kind of distracting yourself mm, with this like mm-hmm. other worry, maybe, maybe, Maybe you should like refocus and and think more about what you want to do. I don't know. Obviously, like everyone gets stuck sometimes in a yeah. job that they don't want to do, and we're just oh, yeah. we're just there, mm-hmm. aren't we? Um, so that happens. But maybe instead of putting all this energy into this relationship that is, you know, not really a relationship anymore you could kind of focus on yourself and and your work. And I know that's like the classic, like just focus on you girl. But it is true to a certain extent. If you're really Mm -hmm. miserable in your job, like, you know, try to make strides to do something else. And then that'll give you such like a, I know I wasn't like ready to actually date someone until I had my own shit together. And like, I was you weren't looking for like a distraction yeah and I mm-hmm. was at my point where I was like I would be a brilliant sugar mama like <laughs> I would be a great sugar mama and that's when I knew like I wasn't going to be relying mm-hmm. on someone for something else like yeah. I have everything that I need and not necessarily that I love myself so deeply like when I first met Will I was not mm-hmm. a confident person mm-hmm. like it's not like that I agree with you I think that yeah. is a toxic way to think um sorry RuPaul yeah but um <laughs> but yeah no I agree with you I think I think yeah maybe maybe try working on your job for a little bit yeah yeah I've realized like the times like because I have to do long distance my boyfriend's in London so I have to do like three weeks by mm-hmm. myself every like couple months and those are the times when I'm the most miserable because I have to be by myself and I have to like come to terms with myself but also by the end of those three weeks um I'm almost like I'm always I always miss Will and I always want him back but then part of me is kind of sad that I don't get to be by myself anymore because I really yeah and then I get to be like my own best friend again which is like Mm -hmm. something that I don't get to do very often and I don't get to like tune into what my actual head is hearing all the time um so like I don't know appreciate that too because it's once you're in a relationship sometimes it's hard to separate yourself Mm -hmm. um so yeah just like enjoy enjoy your own shit too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we have one more Mm mm-hmm Hi, Megan, Melissa, and potential guests. I am 25 years old and I live in Australia. Um, I recently found out that my dad is cheating on my mum again with masseuses. Um, This is the second time he's cheated. The first time was an emotional relationship with a lady, and I guess this time is a little bit better because it's with masseuses, Um, like sexual masseuses. I don't know what to do. I live with my parents um, as I'm going away to Europe for a few years next month. Uh, I don't know if I should tell my mom or if I shouldn't because I'm about to leave and I don't want to leave her with to deal with this whole thing by herself because um, the last time my dad cheated, it kind of it broke her and I just and I was there for it, which was fine, but I just can't leave her you know, broken. Um, it's especially difficult for me because I live with my parents um, just like for a few months before I'm going away and it's hard to want to kill your own parent figuratively, of course. Um, and I just don't know what to do. I'm so moody and I'm a total bitch to live with simply because I can't stand hearing my, like, hearing my dad's voice or seeing my dad because I know what he's doing. I'm the only one who knows and it's A, killing me inside and also 
Like, what do I do? I want to hug this person. I want to fly too. this person out to LA and we'll just hug him for six uh-huh. hours. Or we can go to, I like Australia. Yeah, ooh, I, 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 I go down under. Let's go down under. <laughs> I'm uh, down. I, I have such a strong feeling that I want to hear yours first. Okay, okay. I want you to have those strong feelings. I, yeah, no, no, no. I a, I'll just say what I said before, which okay. is I hate when kids have to, like, kids should never have to get in the middle of shit yeah. like this. You should never have known this. Mm-hmm. And that's what bugs me more than anything is that, like, I was about to say sorry to your dad, but not sorry to your no. dad. He's a shithead. Don't know. Probably. Okay, well, but he's it a, seems like yeah. it. I'm so sad. So, 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 so sad mm-hmm. that he involved you in this yeah. and made it your secret. Like, if if it is that, I mean, did he, she find out randomly or did he Don't tell know. her? Don't Do we know? I'm assuming she f- I'm, found out. Yeah. Not from him. I'm assuming, like, there were signs again because it mm-hmm. had happened before. And I'm assuming she, like, looked through his phone or something. Parents literally just, like, are here to fuck us up, aren't they? <laughs> like, it's, it's just, it's so sad because, like, there's so many layers to this that I'm like, A, your dad should never have like involved you in this. Mm-hmm. Even if like, even if it's like he left something out and you saw something like yeah. he should they, lie better. It's yeah. always the lie. Thing. If you're going to lie, lie better. better. Okay. But clearly he's so shameless because he's done it before that yeah. he just doesn't give a shit. In which mm-hmm. case, like fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Also B, you shouldn't have to be your mom's like shoulder to cry on. And I know that's like, yes, you want to support your mom, but you do not have, you are a child. Like mm-hmm. you, that is a, such a hard relationship to then like mess up or distort by suddenly being a parent figure to mm-hmm. your parent. Like, I hate that that has to be a thing for you because then you're feeling this like, no, I have to be with my mom because last time this happened, I had to comfort her. And like, I know from personal experience, cause I have people in my personal life that do that kind of stuff. And it is the most toxic thing yeah. when your parent becomes your boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. or wife or husband, like that dynamic is not healthy. You then have no parental figure anymore. You like, and at some point in your life, you will realize that your parents are just humans, but you don't want to get to that point when they're getting cheated on by someone yeah. else. Like that is, that is so beyond your sphere mm-hmm. of needing to know and like needing, it just makes me sad that you're even involved in all of this and that they can't just like work it out like adults, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Do you think you should tell her? Do I think she should tell her? I don't, I think that she should confront, I think that she should say that that to her dad. Yeah. I think she should tell her dad, like, get, like, I'm not doing this and you two can work this out. I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that she, yeah, I think that she should tell her dad. Mm -hmm. If you don't tell her, I'm going to. Ooh, I like that. Because she needs to know. And Mm -hmm. that's the thing that like, I, yeah, I think if you have been cheated on, uh, you, you should know. I think you yeah. should know because the, and I've said, I've like, yeah, I've said this to like my friends who have uh, been cheated on or who have cheated on their partners of being yeah. like, if you don't tell that person, you're not giving that person the choice to be with you despite you having been yeah. uh, unfaithful. Yeah. They can still want to be with you if you've been unfaithful, but if you don't tell them, you're taking away that choice and they might not. And the reason why you're not telling them is because you're not sure if they're going to still want to stick through that. Yeah. And that's like you, it's selfish yeah, to like it's, the and she degree. needs to do that. And I yeah. think also it sounds like you really fucking hate your dad, which is totally yeah. legitimate. Understandable. 
Um, and I think having a conversation with your mom, I don't know the first time how it went around because you were younger. If your parents, if your mom felt like, oh yes, you hate your dad, but he's still your dad. I think really when you talk to your mom about it, be like, you like give her, she doesn't need your permission to like leave the situation, but yeah. give her that permission. Yeah. Like, just so she doesn't feel like, cause that's the thing. Yeah, parents you feel, feel like they're stay like they, they need to hold it together. And even though you're mm-hmm. mad, it's still your dad of being like, mom, Keep it together he's for the a kids. shit. Yeah. Like. I don't, he's not being a great dad. Like you're saying that you don't want me, like you still want me to have this father figure, but like he doesn't deserve to be a father figure. He's not doing that right now. Mm -hmm. And if he wants to do that later, that's fine. But not Mm -hmm. at the expense of like her being upset and hurt. Yep. And so I think exactly like you said, it's not your responsibility for your mom. And uh, I also had friends, have friends who've been in that situation. And it also, makes me so yeah. sad. The and kid, like it doesn't shock me because human beings are all flawed mm-hmm. and horrible. Yeah. But like it just makes me sad because I could just never imagine putting that pressure on my children. No, and it's insane. I like talk about how much better of a parent I'm going to be. I'm like, I'm going to be a fucking <laughs> sick ass parent because I'm like, I'm already like, I don't have to do all this shit. But like there's something as an only child that like your parents clue you that you're a pawn. You're really used as like that a, makes like, me so sad. Oh, it's very sad. Have have more than one fucking kid. Yeah. Everybody have more than one kid. But yeah, you get used in that aspect. And so I think what you what you really need to do is you need to tell your dad straight up. Like you need to tell mom. And I like you. This is what I would do. And I'm a savage. I'd be like, <laughs> you. We are going to walk in there right now, and you you are, you are going to tell her, and I'm going to stand right here to make sure you do not fucking lie. Love it. I'm going to make sure you don't twist it, mm. and. I am going to sit here with you and we're going to talk about what's going to happen. Mm. We're going to talk about mom's going to talk. We're going to talk about this because if your parents have a toxic relationship Mm. and if your father's manipulative or your mom is quick to uh, justify his actions or something, you're able to be there to be able to, uh, they've already fucking included you in this relationship, which they shouldn't have. But I think when you're at this point now, I think also for your own sanity to be able to know that everything that you know, he is going to tell her and that you can hold him accountable for that. Mm -hmm. And your mom isn't going to be like, oh, well, maybe she was exaggerating. All anything that they might be able to find a loophole in this, you're able to like let it all out there. And then you're also able to have a conversation with them about like, this is how, as your kid, this is how I feel. And this is what I think you should. And so much, I can promise you so much of their relationship is also because they're your parents and they have a kid Mm -hmm. and you can be like, hello, I'm older now. Like, let me tell you how yeah. I feel. And let me take I'm the okay pressure with. off. Yeah. You guys are horrible anyway. Yeah. So like, I'm out. Like, and it's cool. It's a very hard conversation to have. Um, and I think like, if you can do that with them, uh, I think you're, yeah, I just think it's going to be able to clear your conscience of it as well. And I think also maybe part of the reason your mom did feel very upset the first time is maybe she didn't even really maybe there was a part of her that didn't want to stay around but she felt like well no I want to keep the family together Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. sadness that you're afraid of her reaching that now she might not oh yeah Yeah. that's like that is such I would say that's probably one of the number one reasons why people stay together in like a marriage Mm -hmm. when there's been cheating is because of like wanting to wanting to keep a healthy relationship with your kids but what you don't realize is that that actually is the antithesis of keeping a healthy relationship because the moment you like prioritize your child in that moment you're also in a weird way blaming that child for having to stay with this Uh person so there's like 10 different layers of reasons why you shouldn't Mm -hmm. stay with that person so I think I agree with you now that you've said that I do agree it would be great if they could like talk it out I just like I wish this 
poor girl did not have to be yeah, like yeah. the adult in this situation. Like it makes me sad when mm-hmm. I see kids having to parent. Like, no, it, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And it makes me think she's an only child or at least yeah, grew yeah. up as an only child. Like didn't yeah, grow up yeah. with like siblings in the house. Yeah. But yeah, it sucks that you kind of have to handhold these people through it. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, exactly like you said too, with your mom and stuff, like you, if your mom's very like upset and emotional about all this stuff, uh, you you can be there for her and support her, but like you don't need to be like her backbone in mm-hmm. all of this. Yeah. And that's also how she's going to heal. Yeah. Is like when she doesn't, isn't able to like rely really, on yeah. you. I mean, even like, I know it sounds a little bit like patronizing, but even like recommending a therapist or something totally. to your mom in that situation. Cause she is going to be very broken and I get mm-hmm. that. And you don't want to just dump her out on this, like on the streets out of, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. like emotionally. Um, but like, yeah, trying to find an alternative for her that maybe also like generations past mm-hmm. don't totally click on to the therapy thing right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. our generation is very like, Oh shit, I'm going mm-hmm. through something. I'm going to go talk to someone about it, which is a great thing mm-hmm. to have is like, a tool, but I think also you have to kind of reintroduce that idea to an older audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would highly recommend trying to get your mom interested in that because she might not even think about that. Totally. You know what I mean? And maybe it is couples therapy even. Yeah. Because because also like if she does still want to keep, you know, your dad in mm-hmm. in the circle, like at the very least, they should be going to couples totally. therapy. Yeah. And at the very least. Yeah. And the last time when he cheated, it was an emotional. And this time it's physical. Yeah. So that also might be In a the case different... of this is escalating. If we yeah. talk yep. about like murder. Yeah. He escalated. It's yeah. escalating. So it, this might be a different <laughs> deal breaker for her. listen to my favorite exactly. murder <laughs> yeah. so much every day? That's what I think it I is too. I think yeah. like you have to give her all of the facts. Like, you don't know what decision she's going to make, but facts are facts. America. Yeah, the only way that mm-hmm. she's going to be able to make a decision is if she knows and don't think about it in the sense of being like, oh, this is going to hurt my mom. It's yeah. going to be like, oh, this is going to make my mom have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a decision that she should she has, she should be able to make. Yeah. And he already made that decision. Yep. And right now he's making the decision for them that they're going to still stay together. But now it's her turn. Like, no, she gets a say in that too. And mm-hmm. that's what you get to think of. You, that's what you get to give your mom a say in it. I like it. the way that you put that. You that's, know? That makes me happier. Because I, th- I think in my head, I'm just like, my like emotionally repressed self is like just run away buy your plane ticket get out of there go to college go to college or something i don't know we'll play some tennis and Um, also if your mom finds out later that you knew that could be that's gonna detrimental yeah yeah that's gonna suck for your relationship and also that just knowing it and being the only one who knows is eating you it's gonna Mm -hmm. fucking eat you alive so Mm -hmm. you gotta get that out there get it all out in the open and then let the adults make their own fucking decisions but like they are adults relinquish that yeah and give your mom the opportunity to make a decision too yeah we'll see uh but i'm sorry it fucking sucks yeah so sorry so I, like i wish that i could take that on for you because yeah. that sounds so horrible i mean i i don't wish that <laughs> <laughs> you're like you keep it for I yourself mean, no i don't i don't i wish you didn't have it either but no, i, I wish it didn't exist in general yeah. <laughs> i wish we could just like take it and just like throw it throw away, away for everybody Ew. Gross. <laughs> get away oh uh, well i'm sorry gross hopefully it'll work i mean it will work out it, it will work out eventually it yeah Okay, is it time for listeners' advice? Don't blame them. Exactly. Ayo. <laughs> so, uh, Arden, I'm telling you this. No, don't worry. This isn't like a test. This is when... <laughs> don't fail. You look very shocked. She does. Like, what do I have to do? Uh, so this is when um, caller, listeners call in and give their own advice on previous uh, episodes. Oh, I love this. Am yeah. I going to have any way to know? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, because you're like, so I'm like, well, I want there to be a really obscure advice that I'm like, I'd 
want to yeah, know well, what if we did episode. play this. <laughs> Shut up. That'd be so okay. funny. Okay. So this is from the episode with Nikki Limo. The original caller, this is the one that found out that her ex had murdered um, someone. <laughs> what? And then she was trying to reconnect with them. Wait, I'm so, sorry. Do we have someone who's been in a similar not situation? Not similar oh. situation, but <laughs> she's calling to give her own advice because she has a psychological explanation for why this would happen. Hi, Megan. I'm 23 years old and I was a forensic psych student. So basically I studied like why people commit crimes and why people are attracted to certain things and so forth and so forth. Um, so this is regarding the whole girl that kind of wants to get back in involved with her ex-boyfriend's life who he accidentally in quotations murdered somebody because one murder, you need intent. Um, so there is a psychological term called hybristiophilia, which is like people get attracted to people who commit crimes. They don't know why it happens. It's mainly because of an adrenaline thing they, they psychologically believed. And another thing is just because somebody's Christian or Catholic does not mean they're a good person. Case in fact with this guy. Another thing is like I was in a very abusive relationship with a guy who we shared the same religious beliefs and he used our religion against me in high school. Um, basically said it was okay to hit me and degrade me and belittle me because that's what the Bible said. Um, I think this girl needs to do some actual consideration and like deep inward thought of like, well, why do maybe go see a psychologist? Um, find out like what's the root of the problem also take into consideration you know just because some dude your same religion doesn't mean he's a good guy you know there's plenty of shitty Christians out there choose somebody because of the same moral views rather than the same religious views because I'm sure there's a great guy out there for you that's not your religion. Yep. Okay. Bye. Yeah, bye. I love this. Can she come on the podcast? Yeah, I know. Wow. I want to hear better. Like the, all the studies. Yeah, she's shit. sick. I yeah. love her. So cool. Yeah. I wanted to do that in college. And then I was like, well, I really, that'd be my backup plan. And I was like, so I'm just going to fucking drop out. <laughs> so you're like, that's a lot of hours. That's <laughs> a lot. Of, any of the prereqs. That's uh, a lot of hours. I, I probably have to like dissect a cadaver. I'm not into that. Oh, fuck that. Not into that. No. Can't, can't come to terms with my own death. Anyways. um, Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard mm-hmm. of that whole like. Yeah. Like there's like pages of people who love like. And this is disgusting, but like the Columbine shooters, like they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, or they like love- Marilyn Manson, like people like write letters to yeah. them in yeah. prison being like, I send you naked pictures, mm-hmm. all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yep. It's like, it's such a weird thing, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's so well documented that it doesn't surprise me that you see it in like a very average case as well. Totally. Not even, a- it's not average. Someone, no, yeah. someone got fucking murdered, yeah. but like, I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. you know, on your average manslaughter, murder mm-hmm. charge, like there can still be that thing. And also the other thing is like, sociopaths or people who are capable of and I'm not saying all sociopaths are capable of murder but people who are capable of murder are also probably a little detached from like reality or mm-hmm. emotions mm-hmm. so they can be very manipulative yeah like it's very they, easy for you very to like, charming yes yeah. They, very they charming. become who you want them to uh-huh. be. Yeah. That's how Ted Bundy like killed mm-hmm. everyone yeah. is he would just like knock on the door and be like, hey there, 
I'm yeah, just and he's hot. Yeah, hot. Yeah. Woo. I mean, mostly Zac Efron's hot, and real Ted Bundy like just looks like Ted Bundy. He yep. just looks you like an I mean? average dude. Yep. Well, is, he also, is, yeah. Is Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. In addition to that. Not for Ted Bundy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, Ted Bundy is really yeah. pretty. You could be like, you could be so like, cute. Ooh, there was like, a, there was a female serial killer. Yeah, like Teddy. Terry yeah. Bundy. Tedera. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So bad. I see you smoking a cigarette yeah. and then murdering people. Or murdering people with like blood on your hands and then like yeah. cigarette smoking oh, afterwards. Mm, cute. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, I've like, I've heard of that as being kind of a fetish. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I love her just laying down the law. Dude, yeah. same, same. <laughs> Same, same. Like, just like, no. <laughs> yeah. And this was something that I think was like, we we get like very evenly split on people on sides for yeah. most calls. This one was so funny because like everybody was like, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, Something's nah, nah. wrong with that girl. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That's, uh-uh. it's, yeah. It's, and it's also like one of those things where I'm like, God, this is like, this is an issue, like an issue that's like, you're going to put yourself in. And that's what I think of. I'm like, sure. And my, like, I can be the judgmental part. But then the other fear of me is I'm like, you are going to put yourself in such dangerous situations that you yeah. don't realize that this is an issue with you. Yep. And this isn't like an exception to like, oh, I would never be into this. I'm like, no, yeah. no, no matter who it was. And like, I think Nikki and I even said, I think Nikki said like, if her husband killed somebody, she said, yeah, I'm fucking leaving him immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm I was done. like, the same thing. Like if, that, like, if you don't have that kind of threshold there, yeah. like there's some, it's, it's something and like, there's nothing like mental illness, any sort of like, any sort of issues like that no judgment of it but you need to understand and learn that because you're going to put yourself in terribly shitty yeah. and very dangerous situations yep. also like random note to mm-hmm. add to this but on the religious note just know that there are a lot of people who are psychopaths in yeah. religion for a reason <laughs> because you can use mm-hmm. something like the bible to justify yeah. your bad actions because uh, yep. don't know if you know this, but like every religious text is up to everyone's interpretation. Yep. So you can interpret it literally to say, uh, yeah, I think today God told me to beat my wife. Right. And they like, used that's it to not justify a thing. Slavery. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So like, no, 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 don't ever let that be a thing. I've no. seen, like I was raised in a Christian home and I can't tell you how many people were in the church that were mooching mm-hmm. off the, the big old boy upstairs yeah. the entire time. Uh, I always think too, in the sense of like, as somebody who didn't grow up religious and isn't religious, like I think about it in the sense of like, okay, let's take a room full of Christian guys. Yep. Some of them, let's call it, they're like just universally super ugly. And some of them are really shitty people. Mm. You are going to go for the ones that are shitty people because they're a good Christian guy. But what if the ugly guy? He's a good Christian guy. Mm. Like, that's the part that drives me fucking crazy. I'm like, no, no. It's not, not about also, the religion. It's not about the religion. It's also a vanity aspect of this. Whereas yeah. like, if he looked any different or anything like that, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't use the, oh, but he's a good Christian guy to justify somebody's no. looks. You're going to use it to justify someone's morals, which have everything to do with your religion yep. and nothing to do, like, have nothing to do with your looks. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, you're yeah. like, oh, it just, it's, it's insane to me. Yep. I agree. Insane. I agree. And also bad Christian man. <laughs> bad, bad, bad Christian, man. Christian man. Bad Christian man. Oh, I'm not Christian. And I know that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> it's not what it's not I've never read the Bible but I'm pretty sure that's not in you're there you're not supposed to do it for any religion no. or just like as a human being like right? yeah my moral code is like don't 
shoot someone in the back. Yeah, should I do that? Too? Put him yeah. in the car. Put him in the car. Yeah, then set it on fire. The car. Yeah, or whatever no, they did. We don't know. It was just. It's very you of him. Have you seen that show? I don't want to talk about that show. No, it's hor- it's, <laughs> it's so horrifying. Modern. It's so horrifying. Well, it's also they're glamorizing of that too. Of like, yep. the, oh, he's a stalker, but he's hot. It's like, mm, yeah. Oh God. God. Well, that's a good one to end on. Um, yeah, I'm glad you got to be here for that. You got to listen to that. that was, episode I'm of so glad that yeah. I'm here for that. That so I've never funny. heard of that situation happening in real life. No, neither had we. We're learning a lot about we people are. on the podcast from the podcast. You might turn into a murder podcast. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe I would just be so afraid because they also like a lot of people when they do some fucked up shit, which we don't air these ones. But like Megan, you know, I feel like really understand and they mm-hmm. say like fucking insane i'm like fuck you dude why would i understand <laughs> why would i get this i'm not like what am i giving off that's like oh well megan you're very sex positive and free the nipple i thought you'd be cool with murder and i'm like unrelated free the nipple unrelated. Sex positive. murder like i don't understand i am not chill with you doing this or being like a like a mistress i'm like i'm not cool with that no oh, i can't no. Uh, anyways, that's it for our episode. Arden, thanks for being on. Thank you for yeah. having me. Oh my God, so fun. Uh, promo yourself. Tell people where they can find you on the internet. Oh my God. Uh, well, my name's Arden. So just like, literally, it's literally just type in Arden. Yeah, real honestly, it's like no one else has my name other than Arden Cho. I know her. Um, yeah, she's gorgeous and wonderful. Yeah, she yeah. Oh, yeah, she was in, she, she was, was in, in uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's very pretty. Oh, You're pretty too. Oh, thanks. It's like uh, a thing. You have to be pretty if your name's Arden. I'm like the second best Arden. Let's be real. <laughs> Next um, to the tree. Well, what about Arden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? No, <laughs> their skincare isn't that good. Uh, but sponsor me. Um, no, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Arden Rose, Twitter, Arden Rose, YouTube, Arden Rose. Uh, let's see, I just reviewed James Blake's new album on my. Oh, I'm very excited to watch that on my YouTube, and pretty much cried drunk the entire time. So that Love was it. good. Um, and then also I have a book called Almost Adulting that's out, so you can go check that out. Um, if you guys want to uh, 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 follow the podcast on Instagram, we're at Don't Blame Meme Pod, and if you want to call in for a few future episode you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international callers leave us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com record it on your phone and then send it to us don't mm-hmm. just like i don't know if you, you need me to explain how to leave uh, <laughs> one um also oh. speaking of we've been having a lot of people write in into our email address oh that's not how it works you guys. gotta call guys you gotta call we don't read your emails Mm-mm. here oh i didn't even think about yeah, that yeah. i see them and i just yeah, they don't. Go they away. don't get seen. They get the shaft. Yeah, and also a lot of people who say that, like, oh, my friends are going to hear and know my voice. Not, I no, I don't. You know, I have called into this show Ex- I was as say. A, as when we used to do like jokey things, and Megan didn't even realize nope. it was my no voice. Clue. You can change your voice. People yeah. sound so different over the phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And your friends are never going to think like, oh, this is cool about me or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah, guys. Uh. 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 uh that's it. That's it. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network. <laughs>